You're listening to Free Talk Live with your host, Jeff Beck, on the Vanguard News Network. Well, you, you got some, um, some tonic in you. I see on the forum, you say, let's do it now. This talk of a demonstration, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. Uh, oh, hi, Alex, by the way. Great hey. show, guys. You, you guys are uh, a hard act to follow. A pleasure to be on. show keeps you check, getting better, Jeff. You, oh, thank you. you. check Google News like we're talking about on the blogs? I haven't yet, but I did hear you. Uh, I was over in the other room eating. Check it out. Yeah, yours is, uh, yours is on there, like the third or fourth down there for the last uh, what? 24 hours. Wait, when you search for Shannon Christian? Shannon Christian, yeah, C-H-A-N-N. Well, there's, yeah, there's kind of a trick, and Alex taught me this today. I, I, I was unaware of this uh, uh, this little tool. This uh, You go to Google, and then you go to More, and you go to Blogs. Yeah, and, somebody, then, and then you can do funny things in there. But anyway... Then um, you can sort by relevance or date, just as with the, the news. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's coming. Uh, somebody just brought that to my attention, uh, I don't know, a month or two ago. I think it was White Man for White Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody said they did a, a search. Maybe it was Jim in Colorado. I forget who it was. It was one of the more uh, you know computer-type guys, mm-hmm. uh, good guy. And uh, they, they You're becoming kind of a computer-type guy, though. No, I'm, I'm, I'll never be a computer-type I think it's type an evolutionary-type thing, Jim. Yeah, you think so? Well, I <laughs> you're you're doing be. it, man. I, I need to. No, I'm talking about the technical as far as, you know, putting it all together behind okay. the scenes. I need to. Stan was was kind enough to help me out on the phone uh, the other day, and uh, I'd, I'd like to do a radio show. I'd like to mm-hmm. see... I'd like to see 24-hour VNN radio. That's what I'd like to see, along with, you know, television's the next step, but it's all happening It's all happening pretty fast here. It's, it's happening real fast. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see, you know, the 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 um the expanded broadcast range and uh, you know i think it's, it's great i give these guys uh, the, the younger guys uh white man for white land and and Dietrich. uh you know i give these guys a lot of credit for you know mm-hmm. taking on the responsibility uh unfortunately i'm just not in a position physically right now i got this damn aspartame poisoning i'm dealing with and i just can't commit if I'm going to commit to a radio show, I want to be able to, you know, uphold that commitment. I want to be if sure. I'm going to do it every Thursday, I'd like to do it every Thursday. That would be mm-hmm. hard because Paul Geller does a radio show on Thursday or he used to, but uh I'd like to do that. But in the meantime, I've got, you know, I have to learn uh, what Stan was helping me out with was uh I've got record albums of very unusual stuff, a lot of political speeches, poetry, uh, did I lose somebody there? No, something's okay. No, not yeah. at all. Sorry, I, oh, okay. I, I call. I'm, I'm my voice is still weak, so sometimes I I mute myself, and that's that little click, so you don't have to hear me cough. Oh, you sound better. But, uh, you uh, know, I, I'm getting, I really am, have uh, really gotten a lot better lately, and uh, it, it's just this, the damn stuff just never goes away entirely, though. Yeah, it just hangs on forever. Someone told me to take something like um, on the on the GoVNN. They said COQ2 or something like this. Uh, I, I don't know. 
Anyway. Can't keep up with it all. I don't anyway, know. Stan was helping me out with, you know, giving me some pointers and sending me some files. Uh, uh, I, I got a major task. I have to get all of these records, this vinyl, uh, onto, onto my hard drive or, you know, and I'm going to share it with you guys and a few other people. You know, I got a lot of stuff that you just can't get. It's really hard to get stuff. And a lot of it's pretty cool. I've got some, some speeches from Malcolm X. As a matter of fact, I think it was Malcolm X's last speech that was made in the basement of a Baptist church in Detroit back in 1963. And, you know, a lot of stuff. I got over 30,000 record albums. And uh, a lot. I was at the, <laughs> at the computer store the other day, Yankee Jim, and I, I saw a software package that did just this. Did, did you really? Because yes. I was actually looking for one today at an Office Depot. Yeah, and I also um, I also went to Newegg. I, I, I when I buy I computer check, equipment, uh-huh. uh, when I go to uh, when I buy computer equipment, I go to Newegg.com, uh-huh. and they had a um, they had a special turntable there, and it wasn't very expensive. It was I've a, seen those. Yeah, and and that recorded it to disc as well. Yeah, that's. That, I guess that's the most direct. I just wanna. I wanna learn the old-fashioned way. I've got an old BIC turntable here that, you know, was was state of the art back in the '70s, and I've got stereo receivers, you know, good stuff. And I want to try to do it right. You remember wanna, Bang Olufsen? No. Bang B- Bong Olufsen. They, they used to make like the, the uh, the the turntable. They were a Swedish company. The, you know, the, the turntable for turntable fanatics, right? Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, you know. there's a lot of stuff out. There. I remember. I still. Re- I remember those days back in the '70s where, you know, you know, you could tell what kind of a man you were by the turntable you owned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I still got a Mac ni- Macintosh 1900. I'm. Uh, I just. You know, the music just. I can't get it out of me. And uh, this damn aspartame poisoning threw a wrench into the whole thing too. Now how did that happen? Have- Oh, I don't even want to talk. I'll make that another night. Were you drinking we'll a lot of Coke or whatever? No, 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 no. I oh. gave up smoking. There, I had a storm uh, thread over on Stormfront uh, about uh-huh. the whole thing, and it turned out to be quite an interesting thread, a lot of information. Were I you should, getting, I mean, I don't want to talk about it if you don't want to talk about it. But was well, it, no, was there's it, was it basically, I don't want to bore. You were, you, eating, you were eating and drinking this stuff? Here, here's, I'll put it real okay. quick. I'll try to make it real quick here. Uh, I gave up smoking cigarettes about four years ago. All right. I'm sorry, uh, 10 years ago. And what I, I start, you know how you always, everyone's got their theory, how you're going to do this and all this and do this and eat pretzels and blah, blah, blah. I started eating peppermint lifesavers. Uh. And, you know, in, in theory, that was like, that was sort of like, in my mind, that was cigarettes. I started working out and, and eating peppermint lifesavers. As a matter of fact, anybody who saw, Alex, when I met you in Jersey, more than likely, I had peppermint. I offered you a peppermint lifesaver. Well, after losing quite a few teeth, my dentist said, "Well, Jim, you know," and he and he did it innocently. He said, uh, "Why don't you try these?" And he pulled out a. He said, "I eat them all the time." And he pulled out a pack of. Uh, I guess they're they're made by the lifesaver company, but they're called breath savers, and they have no sugar. He said, "At least you'll have your teeth." And uh, mm-hmm. so I started eating those things, and they. I'm not going to say they come become physically addicting, but mentally, you know, I, I've, I was eating the things for nine years. Well, it turns out that the, the active ingredient that makes them the sweetener is aspartame. Oh, yeah. And if you're not familiar with what aspartame is, just do a Google search on it. And it's spelled, I think, A-S-P-A-R-T-A-M-E. That's right. 
and the more you find out about it, the more depressing it gets, and it's just, it, it affects your your concentration. It affects, uh, it causes headaches, joint pain. It, it's just, it goes on and on and on. And what makes it worse is uh, Donald Rumsfeld. Uh, he oh, was Rumsfeld. the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of political shenanigans involved back in the 80s to get this. Hey, there was a lot of stuff that was swept under the rug. If you could believe that Donald Rumsfeld would, would engage in any type of activity like that. Uh, but I guess the name of the company, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right or not. I think it's pronounced Searle. Searle, that's right. S-E-A-R-L? Yeah. Well, according to what I read about it... I think there's uh, an E on the end. Yeah, I'm sorry. There, yeah. There is an E. Uh, well, according to what I read, that they were just about on the way out of business, and the thing, the product that saved them was aspartame. And there was just so many bad things about it. Uh, like, for in, for example, I think the lab mice, uh, out of ten lab mice, six of them got brain tu- developed brain tumors. And they didn't release this information. It was all swept under the car- under the carpet. It was, and they did it in a legal way. I, I had to force myself to stop reading about it because, frankly, I, I got really depressed. The more you read about it, the more depressed you get. And and they hired Donald Rumsfeld back in I believe it was eighty five, eighty four. It was in the mid eighties. They hired him, Cyril, the, the the drug company. They hired him simply because he had the political connections to sure. get aspartame approved. And the rest is history. So so I blame my sickness. I take it personally on uh, Donald Rumsfeld. I blame him. Rumsfeld's uh, disease. But the the main ingredient, according to what I read in aspartame, is uh, I think it's methanol, and it affects Oof. your vision. Uh, and if you've ever picked up, uh, you know, the blue stuff you, you you put in your windshield wiper reservoir. Uh, Antifreeze. You know, your your wipe wiper squ- squishy stuff, whatever the hell you call that, it. That, it's part of that stuff, huh? Well, if you if you hold that, if you pick that up and read the back of it, you, you'll say uh, it'll say something along the lines of don't drink or do not ingest can cause blindness well the active ingredient is methanol and that's the same stuff that's in the <laughs> in aspartame <laughs> well i i avoid that stuff and if i well, have to, if i if i have to drink a uh one of those products like a coke product i i drink you know i drink the one with fructose and unfortunately it's not real sugar i wish i, I hell i just wish i could just i hear that's i understand that's even worse well apparently uh, it, it causes cause obedience bl- it causes um it contributes to um uh, obesity. Uh, I mean, what it, it more than just sugar does. I mean, actually, there's something about it that yeah, uh, it, it 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 actually makes your body prone to be obese. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just wish you could just get it with sugar in it. I, I they quit making it like that, didn't they? It's yeah, like it's, yeah, it's not sugar in there. It's, it's different it's, in the '70s. Yeah. Well, anyway, the aspartame. Let me get off of that. I didn't, that's not what I called to talk about. Yeah, not please continue it, on. You know, for any sympathy, uh, but it's. Uh, I, I'll There's warn no sympathy all my wife. On VNN. No, <laughs> I, I'll. Uh, I noticed that on one of the threads with Von Blubens. I, I, I picked oh, up. Oh, well, see, there you go. No sympathy at all. Yeah, it's kind of that's funny. I'd he's like an to idiot, hear, though. I'd li- I'd like to hear Von call in. He's he's a good guy, uh, and he's funny. He's still too. an idiot though. Yeah, you. I I argue with my wife about her sister. She's 
you know, she's a good person and she's an idiot. You can be both. <laughs> <laughs> Is she and, that Bob Lewis? <laughs> sometimes stuff flies across the kitchen at me when I'm talking about that. But you can be you can be a good person and you can be an idiot. And you can mean yeah. well. I agree. But the aspartame, uh, let me just wrap that up. That's okay. uh, it's it's no good. Um, I would have been in my case. I smoked cigarettes for uh, about 27 years. I would have been better off smoking cigarettes. I think uh, the, the this stuff it, it feels like it's killing me, and I just can't commit to I can't commit to anything. That's what we had a band going, and we started playing out, and the next step was going to be to record. And we had all that going, and I just I cannot I can't commit to anything because of this uh, this nonsense this aspartame poisoning. And, uh, how big of a how how big of a role did you take in the um, in the Kingston rally? Were you were now, you a major? You, now uh, you're talking, Jeff. Yeah. Now you're talking. Let's talk about rallies. We, we, we Midwesterners <laughs> a little slow, but we get to it eventually. Well, listen here. <laughs> That thing we're hog hog ended up. Uh, we're uh, farm fed out here, but <laughs> hey, I I had a uh, I, I used to spend some time out in your neck of the woods. You did uh, actually, you, just you're... just over on the well, uh, going back many years ago, just on the other side of uh, Lawrence, uh, just on the other side of Topeka, actually. Uh, Topeka. Topeka. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, uh, it, maybe you've heard of the town. My girlfriend's from uh-huh. Maple Hill. No, I don't know that town. It's about 15 minutes the other side of, uh, mm-hmm. 10 miles, the other side of Topeka. Mm-hmm. I used to load meat down in Wichita often. Mm-hmm. I've been IBM. to Wichita quite often. IB, IB, IBP, IBP? Did, you fart? Did you fart or are you in Wichita? <laughs> when, <laughs> when oh, is that like a Kansas joke? <laughs> when, when, whites, when whites used to work in the packing plants down there... Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I used to load meat and bring it back to the niggers here on the East Coast. What is this, Iowa? <laughs> yeah, you, did you all catch that story about... We're, oh, sorry, we're really jumping right here, but it was about two weeks ago, and maybe three weeks ago on Free Talk Live, about the Somali in Emporia, Kansas, that, that died of TB while while cutting up meat. I think you were talking about that, Yeah, you? anyway, so you're very right in the sense that when whites used to work in these places, and they, and they don't anymore... No, hey, listen, I used cook to Cook your meat. Specifically, I remember I used to have a regular run at the Rath. I'd pick up every Friday at the Rath Packing House. Oh, yeah, Rath, yeah. In Waterloo, Iowa. Yeah. And there used to be, you know, I used to go in. It was a weekly run back to Brooklyn and Manhattan, and, and I'd have to peddle meat all in Chinatown, and it was spare ribs and hams and all that other kind of stuff that niggers are, are known to eat. Uh, but hey, I, eat I got that to too. know. I got well. No, I, I we eat the stuff too, but you know they eat a lot. What are you of trying it, to say? New York, but I got to know quite a few of the guys and, and hung out with them, and occasionally had a beer with them. They had a little shithole bar across the street from mm-hmm. the from the packing house, and it was all white. They were all white guys. Occasionally, there'd be a girl in there that was oh, working. I remember in the that. I remember those days. This was back in the early eighties. Yeah. This wasn't long ago. This was what twenty two years ago. My dad 24? was in the construction industry. It was the same thing. From what I hear now, I you know, I, and I talk to people out in, in in the Omaha area every once in a while. It's all mestizos now. Yeah, there are no white men that work in the slaughterhouses. From what I, from what I understand. Yeah, that's that's what I understand too. And Dr. Pierce actually wrote, uh, or he he did a speech a few years back about the the Hasidic uh, kikes that moved out to I can't think of the name of the town in water in in Iowa. Postville. But, uh, Postville. 
Postville. That's the one. There's already been a book written about that. Wow. That kosher slaughterhouse they bought. Yeah, that's the one. And they were paying $1,000 cash, I guess, for the, for the mestizos to move up from the wow. south. Wow. Yeah, they bought in a bunch of Mexicans and really wrecked the town. And they were, they were, they were even Jewing the Mexican, the illegal Mexicans out of, like, they, you work 40 hours, he says here you work 38 and a half hour. Yeah, you know, more Joe of... for Shecky's pocket with his 11, you know. Shecky, yeah. His original uh, 11 uh, Orthodox kite kids who hate everybody else in town and are completely unfriendly as Jews are. So. Oh, yeah. They're, they're the worst, those, those Orthodox uh, the, the ones. And they look so out of place. I think Postville, I, I seem to remember reading about it, if I'm not mistaken, that population was less than 3,000, and that may even be really high. But, you know, I mean, you got a white Christian town, a tiny, and all of a sudden it's it's... You got a bunch of weird-looking, stinky guys walking around with beards and 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 hats, and and bringing all these little uh, squat monsters in uh, to do all the work. Um, it's it screwed that whole place up, and and that's just yeah. one town. I'm sure it's going on everywhere. You know, I, I I'll, I'll jump here with my my story this week. I um I happen to be walking behind a pair of women, and and um. One of them, they're both somewhat, you might say, career women. One of them was a little brown, stubby, barrel-chested. And um, the other one was a white woman, nice, tall, kind of area. And they're both kind of older. And uh, I couldn't hear the entire conversation, but I heard I heard the uh, the white woman, uh, the, the little barrel-chested Mexi, say, uh, well, she had been born here, uh, and say, um, well, how many children do you have? And then the, the white woman, who is, you know, probably past childbearing age or close to it, Said, uh, "Oh, I don't have any kids," and they both kind of giggled. And uh, so, but you know, the the point is, is that you know the way that she said that. I'm sorry to kind of jump into something else. Is that the the, the little squat brown turd? You know, uh, uh, you know the way she said that. She implied that she had kids and probably a lot of them. And uh, and then here's the, here's the white career woman too. Said, "Oh, I don't have any kids." So anyway, just sorry to jump in with my little story yeah, it's, there. It's, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the white women are, are not having, you know, children. They're, they're just not having. Uh, I, I've got a 30-year-old stepdaughter, and I think back uh, out of, you know, her group of friends when they were growing up when they were in high school, and none Half of them, them don't have kids. kids. Yeah. No. I mean, I can think of one or two that mm-hmm. that have, you know, one or, one of her friends has two kids, but that's not. I mean, that's like really unusual because the other ones are all working. You know, down on Long Island, they got jobs in the city. See, that—that's just it, Jim. The, the, these the the women are working, and I, I think that's one. It I, I think one they're they're biologically uh, not not as well suited to do that, and 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 two, I think it just then it, the the men are working too, and then it destroys the sex life too. This this lifestyle, and of course, they're also the the couples are probably struggling to maintain the way of life and all the goodies and all that yeah, sort of it all, thing. It all hangs together with yeah. the, with the taxes and the easy divorce, so that no one can rely on anyone, and then boom, it falls apart, and both got to be working and tired and paying high taxes, and and yeah, it works yeah. against sex and no sex, no kids. Well, exactly. That's that's the whole point. You know, they're they're not having kids at all. It's more important to go out, and they have to make this money if they want to live on Long Island in a white area, because 
uh, you know, we were talking about Long Island, uh, the demographics of it one night a while back, a month or so ago, and it costs money to live by white people. Yeah. There's towns in, in Long Island that are still all white, you know, mostly 99% white, maybe maybe a handful of uh, well-behaved uh, mestizos, but it cost a whole lot of money. Yeah. I mean, like a half a million dollars minimum to buy a house, four hundred thousand dollars to buy a house. It and that's not even on the water. That's not. That's like a block or two from the water. Uh, for, you know, the the, the ocean. Uh, it cost a lot of money. So this is what they do. It's either that or they got a. <laughs> what do you do? I mean, if you're living in an area where it costs like a half a million dollars to buy a house, what do you do? You you go to work. You become a power woman. Because let's be realistic. Uh, just look at some of the white uh, youth. I mean, they're pretty. The, the males. Uh, they're not exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, they're. <laughs> they're pretty pathetic. To, you know, to be honest. They are. Most of them, not all of them. I've met a few young, you know, boys that got their head on. You know, pretty straight, and I'll put a, you know, newspaper in their hand, and they'll look at it, and something makes sense, but uh, they're just trained, you know, to to. Uh, Oh, I can't think that way, you know, because they have a fear of losing their jobs, which means they will not be able to live with the white people. And, you know, it's just an endless thing that hopefully is going to come to a halt pretty soon. Well, let's get back to this yeah, rally. Let's steer it back to where the rally and stuff. Yeah, rally. You asked me uh, if I was instrumental. Here's how that happened. I was reading about the Hedrick boy in the local newspaper, the Daily Freeman, uh, in Kingston, New York, and I read about how the boy got hit by the 300-pound savage Negro beast. So it was you that first kind of the radar. Well, I called. You the, I it up. called. It bothered me so much, and what bothered me was, well, naturally that I found out that this wasn't the only case. In in, two, in the past two months, there had been a, I think there were three or four attacks on. You know, and if you didn't know the area, you, you would have not known it was black-on-white attacks. Mm -hmm. You know, every every little area, I'm sure Kirksville, I'm sure they have their little code system. Uh, mm -hmm. But Kingston, you know, they just don't mention. And if you question it, if you get a wise guy like me who calls the reporters and say, Hey, how come you uh, didn't point out that the attackers were black? You get, uh, well, we didn't think it was important. Oh, yeah, I've had and that And then I'll before. get into an argument with the guy, and, and or I'll go to a town hall meeting, and I'll go, Well, it's not your job to think what's in. It's your job to report who did what to what. You know, especially when you have four attacks that were committed by blacks, by gangs of blacks, on one white kid for an iPod or something like that. But in this case, it was rather extreme because the kid literally had his eyeball hanging out of his head. I mean, he was sucker punched from the side. Yeah, the nigger style. Is, yeah, exactly, nigger style. By Actually, the kid, I give this kid, he was a 15, he was a 14 or a 15-year-old nigger. And he was 320 pounds. Now, we've all wow. seen niggers like that. Those 14-year-old yeah. niggers that are just, they're like rhinoceroses. And, and, and they can't contain, these are some of the dumbest niggers. I mean, it doesn't really take that much to set them off. And in this case, the guy just blindsided the guy. And he almost killed him. And, but it bothered me more than the attack was the fact how they were trying to cover it up. You know, they can't 
they had to put it in the newspaper and they had to report it, but it was a quick story and, you know, if it were up to them, it would have been gone the next day. Well, one phone call changed all that. I, I just took the trouble. It was bothering me so much that I, I went to the Internet white pages and, and looked up the mother, and they had a listed phone number, and I called her up, and we talked for almost two hours. You know, this woman needed somebody to, you know, she almost lost her son, and she ended up being the bad guy in all this. Everybody was looking at her like, well, you know, what did Robbie say to deserve that? Yeah. I mean, he must yeah. have really said something. He must have said the N-word, which he didn't. You know, the nigger called the, the kids white niggers before they... So one thing led to the other, and, and I asked her, I said, Hey, listen, you know, you know, if you want to talk about this, feel free to call Hal Turner's show, mm -hmm. which, which she did that night, and the whole thing just kind of spiraled completely out of control. The end result was that uh, this happened back in November of 2005, and... It was the biggest event that has ever took place in, in the city of Kingston since the American Revolution. <laughs> and, and, that, and that's not, uh, you know, that, that's a fact. This was the biggest event. I mean, they had media. It was, it was the biggest thing that I have ever seen. <laughs> of course, you know, they overplayed it because they were all looking for the next train wreck because this happened on the heels of that uh, Toledo uh, race riot mm -hmm. after, uh, what, what was it, the National Socialist Movement. Uh, so, you know, of course, the media being, you know, what they are, they were kind of hoping, you know, they, they want to see riots. Uh, that's what they go for. And, and it was one of the big, I mean, preparing the night before, I mean, I had the FBI watching me. They were, <laughs> I couldn't shake them. I mean, my phone was wired. I mean, my phone was literally tapped. I know that sounds paranoid. Oh my uh, God! No, I'm I'm not kidding. And well, first of all, how and, and you know, I just kind of planted the seeds and I made the connection uh, to Mrs. Hedrick. That would that was the boy's mother, and she started calling Hal's show regularly. Yes, she did. I remember that. She needed, you know, because no one wanted to hear her story. Nobody and and uh, I listened to Hal yep. Turner. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 I remember you calling in t uh, to the show once, or, or perhaps even. I think a I few called times. Metzger a couple times. I don't think I ever called oh, Hal. No, I do remember you calling Hal at least okay. once. Maybe I did. I don't remember it, but maybe I did. It's it's been a long time ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, but it, you know, I mean, she she was sort of relieved that she finally had an outlet to talk about this. I mean, the poor woman almost lost her son, and nobody wanted to hear her talk. I mean, she became the bad guy in all of this, and. Uh, it just one thing just led to another, and and uh, first of all, I guess Hal was going to do the demonstration just like ju Alex, just like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Don't talk about it on the internet. Don't just do it. Just show up and go out in front of city hall or the high school, and just do it. Well, well, these people were nervous, man. Yeah. I mean, they were nervous to the fact that they actually were listening to my phone. They were listening to my phone. I got a visit from a detective from the city of Kingston, who, who's become a friend. He's like a friend of a friend who's since passed mm -hmm. away, but, you know, this is small-town America. And he brought, I mean, I've got, I'm not going to say my own FBI agent now, but there's been the same woman here three times. And this, they came just to try to pry information. When's the rally? And, and Hal Turner, if I remember correctly, he dropped a hint 
one night. He warned somebody, you better not be in Kingston tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Do you remember that? I, I remember this whole period. Yeah. I was listening avidly at that time. Yeah, well, there was a Negro that called in, and ha- and he threatened hell. You know, and, of course, I got a few death threats. You know, if you go to that rally, you're going to get killed. And I had to record it all, and I had to go fill out reports at the Ulster County Sheriff's Department in the event anyone came over onto my property. I had to cover my bases, uh, which, after at the end of the rally, uh, 30 ARA scum were out in front of my house. Uh, and thank God they didn't. They had the common sense to not come onto the property because it could have got, you know, could have got nasty. Uh, but Hal Turner, you know, he he just planted the seeds that we're going to show up when we want to, not when you want us to. Yeah, it's like not that. illegal to walk on the sidewalk. And he did all his homework. He did all the, you know, and he had he had a few people in the area that were, you know, getting information for him, mm-hmm. the logistics and 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 whatnot. And uh, it just worked out that they, they, it was tearing them to pieces because they didn't know when this thing was going to happen. And, Jeff, you said you remember Hal dropped a hint. He told the Negro, he said, you better not be, this is a warning, you better not be, you can't be in Kingston tomorrow at 11 a.m. And, boy, oh, boy, I could hear the warning bells going off from here when he, told, when he, when he said that. There were FBI agents that came in here that night from Pennsylvania, from Connecticut, I can't even describe to you what what was going on. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you get a wise guy like me. Uh, Kingston is, is right near the Hudson River, and there's a little harbor that comes in. It's a pretty wide creek. It's more like a small river, but they call it a creek. And it's, it's, it forks right at, it's right, all right at Kingston. They call it the Strand. On that call, uh, when I called Hal's show that night, I just all I had to do was say one sentence, and I said, uh, "I said, Hal, by the way, the boat, both boats are gassed up and waiting." And man, oh man, that got me a visit. You know, they they wanted to find out what boats. What what are you talking about? There were coast. I understand there was a coast guard cutter out there at the mouth of the harbor. It was ridiculous how they overreacted to this. And needless to say, when you get a little tiny newspaper like the Daily Freeman, who's, who's, you know, pretty much starving for for news, well, they were having a ball with this. And and then, of course, you know, word started spreading down to New York City. And, you know, of course, I helped that, too. I started, you know, putting out press releases to every major news outlet and newspaper police station along the Hudson River all the way down to New York City and word started spreading like a like a wildfire. And I hope you signed it Yankee Jim from the Jew oh, infested Catskills. Oh well I can't remember to be honest. <laughs> Every can't. one of those pieces of paper just yeah, said but, Yankee Jim from the Jew infested Catskills. But if I'm not mis you know what the <laughs> funny part is I don't even think I had the I don't even think the Hudson Valley Freeman existed at that at that point in time. As a matter of fact, I know it didn't because that didn't even come come into the picture until March of uh two thousand and six. And that would have helped out a lot because, you know, they were they were starting to black out certain things. They wouldn't let me post on the Hudson Valley on the Daily Freeman's message board, but then again they did and you know, with the theory, let the guy hang himself, and, and, and I couldn't keep up with it. You know, visitors from the FBI trying to pry information, and it ended up being a really big event. Uh, Alex, mm-hmm. this this thing you're talking about here right now, it's ideal 
in that it's it's centrally located and yeah it's accessible by major freeway it's pretty it, pretty close to it's not too far from the east coast yeah now you guys said so Knox you said Knoxville didn't you Knoxville, wasn't it, yeah, it's Knoxville. Didn't this happen? This happened in Lebanon, didn't it? No. I I thought well, they were from Lebanon. The, which, uh, if no, I'm it's not, Knoxville. It's Knoxville where it happened. Is it Knoxville? Okay, I yeah, I'll that's what all the blogs are talking about. Knoxville. All right, I'll, I'll have to go look because I I swear I read Lebanon, Tennessee, which is uh, which is because I have a friend. Oh, oh, well, I oh that I don't know. I mean, there may be a little town named Lebanon or something. Yeah, we can all go there, eat at Cracker Barrel. That's where they're headquartered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that woman. In, I might have seen one mention that, but I, I think uh, I, I no. think they were from Lebanon, and and the only reason it caught my attention is because I got a friend that moved out by you. He's south of you in Arkansas. You mean the victim or the or the perps? Uh, the victims. Uh, they, I think they, they're from Knoxville, actually. Okay. Something pretty, pretty something sure. happened in Lebanon. The actual I murders. thought, like, maybe that woman or something associated with them might have been from there. Okay. I'm not sure. I'll have to go back and look, because it, uh, Lebanon did catch my uh, attention, and the only reason it caught my attention is because I had a friend who was looking. He, he, he since, you know, ended up buying a house in, in, in Arkansas, up near the northern border, but mm -hmm. he called me once from Lebanon, and he said, you can't believe I've never seen a town whiter than this in my life. And he said he was right outside of Nashville because he was actually in Nashville the night before. He's a musician also, and uh, he said, I, "I think this is where." Until he found out that they were these neocon, uh, hypocrite type uh, white people who, who mm -hmm. I, I guess Lebanon uh, ended up being, you know, overpopulated from the flight, the the white flight from from the Nashville area, or maybe it is Knoxville. I'll have to go look into it now. But the bottom line is. Uh, Street rallies, street demonstrations, they work. They they do get the attention. Yeah. And this is this would be something that would really be hard to uh, for them to to shove aside, especially with like you say now, <laughs> the the blog search. I mean, we could, we could make even if they do try to bury this, and they, and they they they've done similar. You know, <laughs> they probably would rather. You know that Whitey not know about this because there's probably a whole lot of pissed off white people in in the Lebanon area, right? Okay, I found it. I found a, I found a news report, Yankee Jim and, and Alex, and this is um, from Knoxville News Six. Of course, this is all local. And for those familiar with the story, we have the Negress uh, Vanessa Coleman who witnessed it all and then only confessed, only said anything after she was, you know. Uh, I guess addressed by She's the police. She's the one that provided a lot of the details of the. the but otherwise, <laughs> she would have just kept it quiet. Now, yeah. here, here's here's the deal. Here, um, <clears throat> Coleman is one of the three suspects arrested in the case in in Lebanon. Let's see, here, read this. Coleman is one of the three suspects arrested in this case in Lebanon, Kentucky. Uh, Latalvis, Cobbins, and George Thomas were also arrested there. Uh, she is from Springfield, Kentucky, just outside of Lebanon. Now, I, oh, okay. I, I don't know if it's saying that the, the the crime happened there or she is. It says Coleman is one of the three suspects arrested in this case in Lebanon, Kentucky. Kentucky. Uh, okay, that that's what are they say? What are the niggers saying now? My bad. 
Okay, Lebanon. That's right. There is a Lebanon, Kentucky. Yeah, there's is a there? Lebanon, Kentucky. I know okay. that. I've I've driven by there. Okay, so it was definitely this. This would this would definitely go go on in a demonstration, rally, whatever whatever you call it, parade, whatever the hell we're going to call it. It would go off in 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 Knoxville. Yeah, Knox. Yeah, Knoxville's the place. They were. It, oh, yeah. I was reading well, blogs literally all night. I mean, uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. I didn't go to sleep, I, and I posted most of it on that thread where uh, White Man for Whiteland has the the, the video to lead with. Mm -hmm. But but most of the rest of that is uh, is uh, people uh, praising him, and then and then all the little clips I did from all the blogs talking about this. And uh, yeah, it's it's completely a Knoxville thing. I mean, University of Tennessee, and then they were, I think they were like right outside of the party district, and they were. They were carjacked, and they, they took them not very far, and, and that's where it happened. It's uh, pretty much what happened. Yeah. It's a shame that, you know, it takes something like this to bring white people together. But you're, but, I, uh, I get, I get uh, Yankee Jim, that you think that having a, am I right, that you think that having a, a an announced time and then going through all the bureaucratic procedures, you, you think that's better? No, I'm not saying one okay. way or the other. I, I was just given all sides of the story, and, and, you know, as to what what happened up here. In Hal's case, he he decided, you know, at first he wanted to just, boom, you know, swarm down on City Hall, have a demonstration or or a pray, you know. I mean, I, I remember hearing him saying, well, you know, it's not illegal to walk on the sidewalk, uh, as long as you know. But I, that's that was, what I, that's what I remember too. Yeah, and well, that's, you, that you was gotta understand. I mean, we saw we did this at Topeka, and that was Billy Roper's uh, production. Mm -hmm. And I gave a speech there, and a bunch of other people spoke there, and uh, it was okay. But they they kept us in the back of the park. They iris scanned us. They they I don't know if they fingerprinted us, but they did everything but shove a mirror up our ass, and they flew a helicopter overhead. You could hardly hear anybody. I mean, you know, fuck that. Yeah, make them work a little for their money. I mean, I, I I'm not, I don't want to suffer at their condition. I don't exercise my rights at, at their, you know, what's convenient for them. Yeah, if you want no, to speak somewhere, you're, you're right. Like it does. It, it, no, it's and it's it's also very dangerous. I mean, they're letting in these uh, little punks, you know, on our side. They wouldn't let us go anywhere. We had to get in a bus and circle around in case anyone wanted to shoot us. Then let us out, and you know, go through more screening and shit. So they know that we have no way of defending ourselves. Exactly. Shut us into a, a back corner of the park on a day that we didn't want. We wanted to be opposite Bush, and then uh, allow the other people to circulate freely around us completely, and meanwhile run stuff overhead so we can hardly be heard. And yeah. well, why allow them to determine the circumstances? Yeah. Well, that's it's our not country. How... It's not the cops' country. Exactly. You're the right. The cops are just sucking off the public tit. They're not there to protect anybody. Yeah. Well, they're just doing the work of the. They're just doing the Jews' bidding. That's all they're doing. And I actually almost feel sorry for them. You know, some of the cops up here, I know them, and you know, it's. Well, they're but, just, you know, they're just trying to make a living. And you get a wise guy like me and Hal Turner show up. You know, it just screws everything up. And well, I uh, mean, it, it puts them out a lot of money and and. Oh, it it does. We also had the other one in D.C., and that was, uh, I mean, God, I don't know how much money they spent on that, but it had to be all, all kinds. And they were out there; it was sweltering, and they're in their their crappy polyester black uniforms. They were sweating like pigs. Where where was this? That was the one in D.C. where you had about five hundred people. Oh, I was there, I, on the yeah. lawn of the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, that's they must the last not have met thing. at, that, that, at that point, but yeah. 
that's what uh, that was the last thing that Billy put together for the National Alliance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that uh, you know, you know, as far as far as like the the rally up here, I mean, it was uh, th- they're still talking about it to this day, and it's been what a year, and it's been about sixteen months now. And, you know, something like that that goes on in a small town. Not saying that Knoxville is a small town. I I, I don't think it's huge compared to Kingston. What, what is Knoxville, by the way? Oh, I don't know people. how big that is. It's a, it it's would a be, little uh, small to medium-sized town. I'd say yeah. it's about like Columbia, wouldn't you? Yeah. Maybe a little. Maybe I may be wrong, though. Columbia's not that small, frankly. Columbia's probably 100,000. Well, you got to know. You you got to know that word is already starting to spread about this because there's people you know who are listening to this show. I've got. I, I don't I've see got, a more horrific crime. I don't see a better time for whites to come together and say, "Look, some of you scared, stupid motherfuckers, this is your future." Absolutely demonstrable through blogs alone that there is a archipelago of horror, you know, from the from the giant mainland of America all the way down to the evil, nasty, unlivable tip of Zimbabwe. Yeah, Christ, that's and, and probably Alex? a lousy metaphor, but you know what I you know what I mean. Yeah, worse, worse, oh. worse, 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 gone. You know what? <laughs> Not made, any longer. <laughs> what? What made, killed them all? <laughs> what made the uh, the Kingston rally that Hal Turner put on a success in my eyes? And I'll give you I'll give you an example of, of what I mean. Uh, I never did get a chance to meet. Stan up close, but Stan was doing some filming. He was over on the other side with with his camera. We we, we kind of met like you know via eye contact as I was getting patted down by a female cop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's I'm not even going to go into that. Did she check every part of you, Jim. She sure did. <laughs> All right. Was she the delighted with what she found? Very very. Per- <laughs> no, um, sorry to say, if she was, she's got a problem. Uh, but anyhow, I, there were so many, there were on the, on the, uh, the rally was held directly on the main street, which on one side is the high school, which sets up on a hill on Broadway, and directly across the street from the high school is City Hall. I think we've all seen pictures of the mayor up in his tower, peering out the window, yeah. biting his bottom lip. I, I'll dig one up and post it, because it's kind of funny. But Please what, do. But I'll, I'll, and when I'm off of here, I'll, I'll look it up because I know exactly where it is. But what made it a success in my eyes was the fact that out of all of the cops that were there, I had one sign in my hand and I kept holding it up, making sure that all these cops saw justice for Robbie Hedrick. Justice for Robbie Were you the Hedrick. guy in the trench coat? That yeah. was me. Okay. And uh, Yeah, you, you, you did a very good job know, with that. But here's, here's the deal. One of those cops in that riot gear was up on the hill in front of the high school, and I was he was looking right at that sign, and he took his hand and gave me the thumbs up. That, to uh-huh. me, meant that that rally, that was what made that, you know, that, that all made, just that stupid cop putting his thumb up, that, that to me, that was, it was worth it. It was worth Von Blubens yeah. and those guys driving up from, uh, and I'd and I'd like to see Von Blubens, uh in in uh, Knoxville. In Knoxville. Yeah. You know, I, I Von Blubens was up here, and and so was uh, a few of those guys from the South drove up. That was a that was a very exciting time uh, uh, to kind of reminisce about about Kingston and 
and uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm way out here in the Great Plains, and man, I wanted to get in the car and drive. You know there. what? You can you can if you if you you know got time, you can. It just kept building. Yeah, and it did. This 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 happened because I I was so mad that I called this. A phone call is what initiated that entire. The, the second biggest event in Kingston's history was a phone call by me. This no. wasn't planned. I didn't call this woman to say, "Hey, you want to have a rally for your son?" It just happened. One thing led to another. She called Hal, and Hal just blurted out, "You know, I think I'm going to have a rally." Uh, that was a great moment for Hal. And it just—it was. And yeah, he will be in our history books. Uh, Turner Turner deserves because of that. lots of credit for for his uh, work and energy in that direction. He, he, he did. certainly he, does, and, and you know these college, these high school administrators are basically telling the kids just to ignore it. And well, when, listen when here. This by is these black gangs. Uh, by by the way, Dave pops in here with a note. Uh, uh, Knoxville uh, uh, has a um, population of one hundred eighty thousand people. Hundred eighty thousand. Yeah. That's a lot of the. I think Knoxville is all pretty niggered out by now, isn't it? It could be. Uh, yeah, it seems to be like the east and west split is what I picked yeah. up. I can't remember which is good or which is bad. I know. I know. To the west, there's a lot of lily white suburbs, or at least there that, used to yeah, be. Yeah, the east I, is bad. Then that's what it is. Yeah. But anyway, Yankee Jim, kind of continue on. Yeah. Well, no, I just got one other thing to say. Yeah. Uh, how 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 out of control that thing got just prior to the rally. Mrs. Hedrick received a visit by uh, the same FBI. Well, actually, I don't know if they were the same, but they she, told, said, they she told, called me. Uh, go What's ahead. that? No, go she ahead, called me up one day, and she said, you're never going to guess who, who uh, came by here. And she said, the FBI was just here. And they, she said, they told me not to talk to you, that you're a dangerous guy. Yeah. I mean, this is these people, <laughs> you got the FBI going over to the mother of the, of the boy who was attacked, and the only people who are going to stand up, you know, for against this black violence, you've got the FBI going over to the mother saying, "Don't talk to him. He's a bad guy." I don't you know think who the bad and dangerous guys are. They're the fucking administrators who are not man enough to do their job and yeah. protect the kids from the niggers. Well, how do you do that? You segregate the schools. That's the, uh, that's the only way. To yeah. So, so in other words, it's a systemic problem. It's the whole goddamn system up and down is thoroughly yeah. corrupt. It's and it's rotten. not misfunctioning. It's, it's functioning exactly the way it's intended to function. Exactly. It was all yeah, it to fuck the white race. That's why nothing short of a revolutionary, a, a, a revolution, can change anything. There's nothing yeah. to conserve in this. It's it's messed up. It needs to be scrapped and replaced. Yeah. Those are no idle words. That is what an honest analysis of the system leads you to conclude. It's aimed to screw with white kids' heads, whether. Whether metaphysically, you know, and in terms of what they're being taught, or wh- whether literally in terms of they're getting their brains, uh, their eyes literally punched out by the niggers that are called their equals. Yeah. Stuck in class. Yeah, we need to have a rally. We need to have a rally, and this should be one of those events. Uh, and now, th- you know, this is just my opinion. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Alex, you're, you're the one who suggested this. And the moment you mentioned it over on the forum the other night, it made all the sense in the world to me. And immediately I went over and posted that video on the Hudson Valley Freeman.blogspot.com. Immediately. And I do have people that are following that. You cannot watch that video and not be pissed at somebody or something. 
uh, we should have a rally. And and even though I've got all these bullshit problems, and you know, get your violence out because I want some sympathy. Uh, well, you know, I, you know, I will do you, everything in my power to go down there. You guys organized, and you know, if, if we can pull this off, you guys actually had, you know, carpools and, and things like people from around the country, right? Well, I think there were there were people came up from Texas. There were people mm-hmm. Von Bluvens and those guys. Uh, I don't know how many. People and you guys had. I remember listening to Hal. You guys actually kind of had like a like a code word, you know, where you know you would. Like say a certain thing, and that was kind of like the tip off that it was going to happen at one time, right? Uh, <laughs> or was that just all? Is that just all theater? Well, I think he was doing some testing, and they did take the bait. Okay, I think uh, but actually that that's when they had the harbor patrol out there, and yeah, you know, it's it's these people are they they don't want the truth to get out. No, that's, they don't that's for sure. And this is this is I mean this is an extreme. They would I mean, it was bad enough this kid Robbie Hedrick, you know getting attacked and almost losing his life but i mean these this girl did lose her life Man, after so did getting the, so gang raped by I mean, we haven't been talking about this boy very much but i mean he had essentially the same thing done to him maybe maybe a couple of days less but he was he was and sodomized raped, tortured and killed yep exactly yeah. the same way people in kansas do mm-hmm. uh but you know what? a I lot of people I, still remember that but oh, if the you people, go i can tell you the the good news is a lot of people in those blogs when I was reading it or not a lot but more than one made reference to it. You can you can tell absolutely the the concern. Everybody's reading the same stuff. They're they're going to the good sites they like regardless of politics and they're reading what the what the smart people have to say and and they know all the same information. They may not they may not act the same way or believe the same thing, but they all are reading the same. <laughs> it's a perfect equal, It's a perfectly level playing field on on the blogs. And they, plenty of people are aware of that Wichita stuff, and even the conservatives are aware that they, that their own guys are, are are covering up an awful lot, and not talking yeah. the truth about the racial basis of this stuff. Yeah, it's it's coming out though. I mean, there's just no way to contain it. You know, they just didn't they didn't take control of this internet like they should have. These Jews, uh, and that's what's nope. going to come back to bite them in the ass because the other side of the story is getting out now. People know about Shannon Christian now. Whereas people know about the USS Liberty attack, people know about the Wichita massacre. Twenty years ago, you know, you would have walked up to someone and said, "Hey, did you hear about that there Wichita massacre went on down there in Kansas?" And you know, you'd get a scratching of the head and this glazed-over look, huh? What do you What do you mean? Mm-hmm. But now, you know, these people, people are reading this stuff now, and you gotta, you kind of like to hope at least they're wondering, like, why? haven't I heard about this? Like, the nigger poured Drano in the girl's throat. I yeah, mean, the nigger yeah, was and, so and stupid that he thought it was going to kill her DNA. And these fucking this reporters, is news. Yeah, then the fucking reporters writing about how he cleaned her, their mouth out. Yeah, he and cleaned like... cleaned them out. All, and then they, they totally portrayed it as, oh, they just wanted the car... But somehow they wound up, you know, kidnapped, yeah. raped, tortured, and murdered. Oh, it, have, it must have been the 400 years intended. of slavery. It's absolutely outrageous. Yeah, And then, like you said, somebody, I think it was you, Alex, it may have been, I forget who it was, it may have been Dietrich. Uh, somebody said, you know, this is what we do now. I think it was Chain, actually. We hang helium-filled balloons on their mail on mailboxes. This is what white yeah. people do. I said we used oh. to, yeah we used to hang niggers from hang trees, niggers, yeah. and now we're hanging mylar balloons from mailboxes. Yeah. Mylar balloons. 
from mailbox. Yeah. Oh, we just. Oh, it's. Don't worry, it's. They were get in better. the wrong place at oh, the wrong it's time. Just, There's no oh, meaning. It's a random meaning. They just wanted their car. They were oppressed, and they never had a new car. So they, they, you know, you know what it's like. It's senseless. Yeah. Christian, yeah. yeah, senseless, random. Why did you know wrong place at wrong time? Christianity. Let's bring another boatload from Judaism. It's, it's softening these people up for the kill by by disabling their their rational logical mechanism. It's a so sickness. It's a sickness. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I could go in very clearly. You know how hey, sometimes uh, you get tired, you see things more clearly. After you've read about fifty of these blogs, you're like, God damn, Christianity is just it's pernicious. It's pure poison. It's just yeah. like it, it's like a ready-made way to evade responsibility or to explain away. Oh, it, it's evil. Oh, it's evil. Yeah. Well, you don't have to deal with it if it's evil. You just go. Well, that's the world. It's full of evil. Yeah. This senseless this random violence. It's just evil. It's just the devil. Well, you can't do anything about the or, devil, but or, you can do something about niggers. Yeah. Or those of you from the Presbyterian background, you were predestined to be evil. Judeo-Christian. Yeah, yeah. In other words, you never had a choice. This was... The the whole thing is just so sick. It really is sick and twisted. (laughs) And you know what? Uh, Alex, a good friend of yours, and I were together talking about more sickness uh, up in Lewiston, Maine, uh, quite a few years back. Uh, And the guy I'm talking about, he's a pretty funny guy. Uh, I'm sure you know, you remember who I'm talking about. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there were, if I'm not mistaken, it was the Lutheran church that was behind, you know, uh, make, seeing to it that all those Somalis up in Lewiston were, were welcomed, uh, yeah. all 1,600 of them. L- Lutheran immigration reliefs are like the Catholics. They're getting money from the feds to destroy your neighborhood. Yeah. In the name and of I, God and then the paycheck they get. You know what's really funny? A lot of those people up there, they were on our side. A lot yeah, of Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. Well, you're hearing it from me. I was there, and there were quite a few of us up there. There were uh, yeah. about 20 of us, I think. And they, mm-hmm. th- you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll be, they loved us up there. They treated us in the, in the restaurant and in the bar that night. Uh-huh. They treated us like we were kings. They really did. And they Gee, sat yeah. and joked and bought us, well, I don't drink, but they bought, you know, everyone else, uh, they bought rounds nonstop, thanking us profusely. No one else has the balls to come up and do what you guys did. Not all of them. There were some that gave us a dirty look. Now, well, I don't know about this uh, event. This was a, uh, I didn't know about the other Billy Roper event either. To, uh, fill us in a little bit on this, Yankee. There was a demonstration up in Lewiston? Yeah. It, you know what? I don't want to, I don't okay. want to. Turn, turn your show into the... No, 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 this isn't really he, he my did show. A series of, he did a series of rallies culminating in a 500-man rally in D.C. That's great. Yeah, actually, you know what? I think it was closer to 700. Was this a Roper event out in Lewiston? Well, that was... No, well, that was... Uh, let's see, who... who he actually, with, you know... He was with you know, Pierce. He was, out of, he was out of Hillsborough at that time, and he did one every couple months until he finally got a, a several hundred people. Right, Billy was the the membership coordinator, or or um, he, of the he National been Alliance. The, yeah, yeah, he was a deputy deputy, deputy uh, member. So this was a quasi National Alliance uh, event, right? Well, this uh, actually, uh, this actually, well, from what I'm told, I wrote a letter to the mayor of Lewiston, uh-huh. and and from what I'm told, by, by a by a very funny guy down in in uh, Hopewell, uh, New Jersey, 
they said that my letter is what uh, actually got the ball rolling on that thing as well. But there was all there were also a couple of National Alliance members up in the area, if I remember correctly, and I can still see the guy's picture. Two guys, they had a diversity parade or something, whatever the mm, fuck yeah, that is. Yeah, they liked that crap. And they were welcoming the nigger, the Somali niggers, and and the, and the church was putting on some parade. And you had these two guys that were standing up on the hillside, and I forget exactly what their signs said, but basically what their signs says, get the fuck out of, we don't want you here. <laughs> You're not welcome here at all. <laughs> these people are sick, these Christians that are welcoming you, you know, we know what you're going to bring here and what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. I, 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 you know what, I'll bet you if you searched around, you could probably, uh, Kievsky, uh, I, I, he could probably dig up the pictures for that. I, I forget the guy's name. I think his name was Jeff. And uh, he, he was pretty much the one that started that, with that act of boldness there. I mean, these two guys stood up, you know, against... I think it was like three, four hundred people, and you know it almost got physical. There were a couple of niggers there, and they had all the brain dead whites behind them. And I, I remember seeing a picture in the in the Lewiston newspaper where it, it almost got pretty, it almost got physical. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that's uh, the thing about the the uh, the Columbia rally, and, and you know you really had a very small number of demonstrators, and uh, you know the people there, uh, I could tell were kind of whipped up into a frenzy, but they weren't the violent type. You know, they were soccer moms and they were uh, yeah. university, uh, uh, spoiled university people and, and fags and, and things like that. Although fags can be kind of vicious. But, yeah. uh, 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 but, the, but the point is is that, you know, you can see when you see those pictures, you know, these people, are, <laughs> these people feel like um, it's okay to beat up white nationalists. And, 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 and they feel like it's not against the law. Or that the or the law would be behind them if they went out and they and they uh, you know murdered uh, uh, someone like that. And yeah, Jeff, that's the flip side of their conventionality. Yeah, and and you often see that in in verbally. You're seeing the physical side of, the, and the other side is the, is the verbal where they just utterly loose themselves when they talk about white nationalists. All all measure is gone. Yeah, all concern for facts is just out the window in these newspaper articles. And they will write things that are just. If you sat there and read it for a minute, you, you just go, "That's ridiculous. It's not true. It has nothing to do." They're utterly careless about spelling facts, anything else, when it's someone that they can hate on yeah. for social approval. And it just shows you how worm-like most people really are. That's they are. the unfortunate fact. And like I said, up in Lewiston, I mean, these people... You pick something, in my case, the night... Uh, we, we drove up the night before, and there were a bunch of others that came up. There were a bunch of National Alliance members, actually. One of the guys, a uh, real funny guy, he... he, he Paid for the rental of, a, of one of those huge fifteen-passenger vans. Wow! And they, they actually made uh, they made a party of it. I mean, they I think from from New, from the New Jersey area. I think Lewiston was was about a I don't know six or a seven-hour drive, and they just you know they made it fun, like Tom Metzger says. Mm. You got to make it fun. They were they just made a made a, a weekend of it and and had a ball. And we got up, and it was a face-to-face literature demonstra- uh, uh, distribution. That, that's what it was. And I'll tell you the truth, the, the more I think about it, uh, we, we didn't want anyone to know we were going up there, so we didn't talk about it on the Internet or, or, or any of that stuff. And then when we knew it was going to happen, just prior to that, we, we accidentally you know, slipped and dropped a couple of hints. 
on the internet, and the the media had gotten wind of it somehow, and they were literally calling every they. <laughs> I mean, these people are. It's again a small town that's you know starving for news stories, and they were literally calling every motel in 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 around Lewiston, <laughs> trying to find out. Hey, are those guys up? Those races are they up there yet? <laughs> and it, we got a lot. There was there was quite a bit of coverage. Uh, you know, there were a couple of cameras, uh, local cameramen following us around when we were doing the 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 door to door literature uh, distribution. People are so brainwashed. They think that racists, are uh, these evil constructs in their head, are actual living monsters. Yeah. Or at least they look at you. You can't imagine they would look at like a real world Godzilla, much different. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, the the people up in Lewiston that dealt with us, you know, they saw that we were the exact opposite of what they thought was coming up. And when there were actually a couple of Yeah, they thought a bunch of bloodthirsty killers, right? Exactly. And they saw us, you know, just the way we are. I mean, uh, I I think I I seem to remember having a jacket on and and a a tie. I think I I may not have. I may have dressed casual. Uh, I I don't really remember, but... The thing is, I mean, there were no guys walking around with swastika armbands on. We were just like normal-looking guys that blended right in. Well, they could tell we weren't, you know, fr- fr- you know, they they sensed just by our accents and, and and stuff like that. But we were just white guys, and we fit right in with them. And they tre- they treated us like kings. Uh, the, 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 I remember the waitress, uh, the old woman. She sat yakking with us, you know. This mayor, this son of a bitch. I mean, they were bad mouthing it. Oh, and then to find out that the mayor had two little half breed uh, grandchildren. <laughs> oh, that boy. was the icing on the cake. Yeah. That was the icing on the cake. And the funny part about it is, the mayor, Alex, you know what? The more I think about it, I, I wrote a couple of little pieces on this years ago. I don't know. They don't, I don't think they're on the, on the, uh, uh, was it some stuff ended up missing on on, on VNN or something? Uh, might have been years ago. around that time. It might might have been. On the this database. is like what was this five years ago? I think it was. I think it was actually in two thousand and one or. Now all that st- all that stuff is up. If you go to just as a parenthetical note here, if you go to govnn.com dot com and well, then, and, you, and you look at I, or not not all of it. No, is it's up. not all up because there's uh. the the period when we were on the database. Oh yeah, about a year that's not not up, and that that's about that time. Yeah, some of that stuff disappeared. Yeah, I, I should, well, I should, so. yeah, I should say that's not true. But if you, there is a, a link there called VNN version one dot Yeah, but that's the older stuff. That's from yeah. two thousand to like two thousand and three. Yeah, so two thousand and three to I don't know, like October. It may to, be in there. You know, interestingly enough, uh, I was doing some googling. It took a long time for me to turn this up, but uh, some government agency uh, went out and cached permanently cached web pages on September 11, 2001 and there's they have a whole bunch of VNN stuff great <laughs> and it, great. You, you guys had a wild web page then all these that looked like some sort of game show from the 1970s yeah that was our original yeah. design yeah, yeah. a bunch of boxes and we had different categories yeah colors and and uh, different oh, yeah. greens and yellows and that was my, my original partner designed it that way and then uh, i had to take it over at one point and i just left it as it was i didn't want to mess with html other than getting the text in there because that's what it was it was a text site and i would write stuff well, everything was text back then well i mean you, you could do pictures on it but it oh. it wasn't a blog it was just a it was just a text page yeah if we had original articles we'd link off that page 
Yeah, it wasn't a bad looking site for the time, but you know, when I look back, you know, it looked, you know, kind of anachronistic uh, in two thousand six or seven when I first found it. Yeah. Anyway, but no, I'm not. It's not a hit, but it was you know kind of funny looking. Looked like it looked. It reminded me of that game show Twister or that game Twister. <laughs> you yeah, know, there that, were a lot of colors in it. Yeah, that, no doubt. Anyway, uh, anyway, continue yeah, on, Yankee Jim. Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of time to plan it, and there's all kinds of uh, you know. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys want to talk about it openly on the forum because if you do that, you're always going to have uh, the you snoopers going to try to outdo the other. And, and, you know, I mean, Alex or, or whoever's in... Sh- <laughs> you, you know, once word starts spreading that there's going to be a rally in Knoxville, uh, and they were talking about it in the same breath as the one in Toledo and Kingston, mm-hmm. uh, you be reporters who are going to, you know, want to outdo that other guy in, in the next cube, you know. And then if, if some of us start planting seeds... Uh, you, you know, like you said, press releases, uh, th- they'll come to you. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they'll all, uh, I can't tell you how many people were following, um, how many reporters and cops and feds were following, you know, VNN Forum and Hal Turner's website back during. I think there were more feds on Hal's uh, website on the <laughs> forum than there, than there were, and I'm not even kidding you. Uh, I mean, they were reading Every last letter, and I had an FBI agent tell me that, you know, to my face. This this woman, uh, they they, you know, they they don't want the niggers to riot. That's the bottom line. Uh-huh. <laughs> they won't flat out, you know, the woman. Sh- they don't come out and say, hey, you know what? We know you guys aren't going to cause any problems. It's those goddamn niggers. We don't want them niggers burning down Kingston or Toledo. Or they can't say that, but you know they know it. Well, I mean, they the, deal the with this. The reporter knows it too, and that's why they cover it up. They say exactly. seven arrested at neo-Nazi rally in the last paragraph. Yeah. Uh, they were the uh, niggers and assorted. I saw that too. That, that yeah, they twisted that around. Arrested. So that was cute. They always do that. Always. Yeah, well, we can untwist it now, and then we can oh, do it on our blogs, and then we can send it right back to the reporter and say, "Hey, uh, you got something a little screwy there, didn't you?" Well, why? Why? Why would anybody even buy a system paper anymore? Uh, they're not. They're uh, not. Exactly. <laughs> and they're not. Uh, I think I know the reason why. I think I know because uh, there's now a Hudson Valley Freeman. And yeah. you know what? I'll tell you something here. This is uh, the locals up here when I moved up here 11 years ago to, from Long Island to the Jew-infested Catskills. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always referred to the Daily Freeman as the... Uh, they have a shad festival here on the Hudson River Uh every year mm-hmm. and they've always referred to the local paper here as the shad wrapper <laughs> uh, so and and this is lemmings who refer to to, to you know I, in other words I guess it's just so liberal it's always been known as being an extremely liberal well which one ha- which, which what are shad some it? people might not know what shad is little bitty fish right I don't even know what the fuck a shad is it's I think it's a huge fish <laughs> as a matter of fact oh, I thought they were small I oh. think you know what? I don't know. I'm, I'm probably wrong. But there are fish. This is the beauty anyways. of it all. Somebody's probably right now doing a Google search on a, that's following this show, and they're going to post a picture of a freaking shed. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, there are people out there that are more pitiful than I am. <laughs> and uh, we'll find out what a shed is. Local and, and shed rapper. 
But this, <laughs> this well, we've all got our. Sh- I'm sure Kirksville has a has a shad. Oh my God! Yeah, I'd call it more of a minnow wrapper. But yeah, and the locals know that. That's why they're not buying papers. That's why they're listening to <laughs> this radio show, and that's why they're probably going to goyfire.com. They because be. it's the it's the news that Alan Combs reads. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows good news like Alan Combs? Yeah, no Jews, just right. He's a connoisseur of fine news. Goyfire, <laughs> what is this? Hammering out, Hammering the, out Jew. the Jew. What, what, what does that mean? <laughs> what, what, what is that? <laughs> yeah, he's Sounds gonna, v- vaguely anti-Semitic. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna know what that means one day. <laughs> But a rally in Knoxville, how could how could we let's let's analyze this for a minute and try to remain focused. Okay, good. Good. Let's do that. Because I'm one they call me the drifter, that's my nickname. I just drift from drift from one topic to another and and that's what's so great about this. You can do that. And it's all interesting. It's all interesting. We'll be yeah. talking about shads again a shad again before the it end of the get show. Much but more extreme than shad. Yeah. A Knoxville True. rally. How could you go wrong? Centrally located for the most yeah. part. Yeah. I mean ideally it'd probably be, you know, Kansas City would be pretty pretty Well no, no you see the problem we, with we Kansas City there's, there's nothing to, to the west over in Topeka. I say the farther east the better generally. Yeah. That's where the well, damn t- t- there, there ain't nothing west of Topeka. And Tennessee there ain't is west of Kansas City either. See there's the that's the problem with Kansas City, there's nothing west of there. It's all just yeah. barren, and so you're all right you on the edge. Is, yeah, you you're in the middle of the continent, but you're on the edge of uh, population yeah. center. Yeah, you you got to get as close to the east coast as possible, pretty much. And, uh, no, that crap here. But you see, you can you can get guys like uh, you can get guys like uh, on on the path there uh, from the Gulf Coast, and you can get uh, conceivably people from the upper Midwest, like in Ohio. Well, it's, on, it's on one of those uh, one of those. Uh, it's like forty four, I think. Yeah. What's that? I think uh, it's Highway 44 that goes easily accessible. There. 40 and 75. Okay. Is the, uh, and I'm sure that Burn Jew Burn, as soon as he hears this, he will co- he will confirm that. Knoxville is easily up, accessible yeah. uh, from the intersections of, of Route Interstate 40, uh, going east and west. And, and that uh, man, that man deserves a reputation point, if only for the name of his, his account. Burn Jew Burn. Burn Jew Burn. <laughs> Yeah, he's doing his part. He yeah. he, uh, he he gets the literature out. You know, I just does. learned yesterday that you could like leave people notes and reputation. Yeah, like after <laughs> talking about non-fucking observant. Damn, I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could go back. Yeah, but uh, this this is a uh, uh, this is a no lose. This is a win-win-win situation here. Question: uh, Would everybody? Uh, and this is just for you know you guys' opinions. Would everybody who's white uh, be be welcome? In other what does words, that mean? no. In other words, like uh, say say Eric Greedy on won. somebody or what? Well, no, 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 no. What I mean by that is, uh, w- would it be would the white thing to do be to spread the word? Say over to you know on the on the storm front. Uh, I would uh, say everybody, every, everybody, everybody. I would say I would say if anybody decided that this was not a good idea because of the people involved. I think they should be shunned because we're talking about Shannon Christian here. We're talking about a girl that we're going to replace Martin Luther King Day with. Yes, exactly. And if anybody has the balls to say, well, if it was if it was someone else that was going to lead the rally, uh, 
Well, yeah, well, that's that's how other people may do it, but no, man, we are big, we are not small. Yeah, and that's all I'm gonna say on in, in, in front of them. But I say we do it, and uh, yeah, I don't want to just do it as a one-off. I want this to be. I I want to make Martin Luther King Day known as Shannon Christian Day on our side, and it stands for the complete, utter moral bankruptcy of civil rights as inflicted on white people, and our demand for a separate nation. And and it really should also be the starting point for some kind of a white right civil organization style. As I said on the forum, just what I said in the forum, a white ADL, Aryan Defense League, that mirrors what the Jews are doing. Of course, it won't be as strong or whatever starting out, but it should. You have to bring a gun to a gunfight and be doing the same things they are right back at them. Aryan there's Defense no head. League. There's no focus to what whites are doing. There's just these little grouplets that are have a few good men here and there, and half of them are off doing. Euro-American or stuff. No, you got to be white or, or Aryan. The same, the same damn thing. Aryan's Aryan a little more formal, but you have to. It has to be overtly white, not individualist. That's the mistake. Conservative sidetracking won't go anywhere. Will be co-opted by the Jews. They'll yeah. supply you a couple intellectuals to write you a million reasons why. Oh, I'm proving it once again. That's all the that blacks are not as smart as the whites. Oh, you can't cure it with money. Hey, it ain't that. It's the fucking Jews who set up the system that's the problem. And I tell you what, that stuff comes, uh, that stuff all flows out of it. Ayn Rand crap. Ayn Rand. Yeah, Ayn, Ayn Rand, and it all flows out of that yeah. crap of hers, and, and it's to keep white people divided. And, and, yeah. and yeah, look at it. Jew sets up collectivism, Jew sets up individualism. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey, is, is this something that we, uh, would be done, like, say, on the steps of uh, Knoxville? Um, I, wanna be, I think we should be cagey about that. I don't think we need to worry exactly about that. Somewhere in Knoxville. Okay. So somewhere in Knoxville, and, the, and it's. I don't know. I, I haven't really studied. I haven't studied the details. See, now I'm I getting. Think I'm, I'm getting. PMs. I see an opportunity here. I don't see. I don't see a better opportunity to, to point out this. We are being. No, there is no. The better white white America is being treated the way Shannon Christian was, and we aren't taking it any longer. And we We're know who's guilty of it. We're getting Drano poured down our throats. Yeah, we're we're getting cleaned up. We are. We're getting our mouths clean by by having these these Jews instruct the niggers to pour Drano down our throat. Okay, this I'm getting PMs. I'm getting PMs from people in Georgia saying that uh, they can get there very easily from I-75, and then uh, yeah, I'm looking at my map. Another another uh, uh, PM I'm getting uh, is Bill White invited. And I think the answer to that would be yes, of course. Of course, he sure. Would be. It's open. Yeah. This, this uh, listen, nothing... I've I've been uh, I I've uh, had some verbal uh, altercations with with Eric Glebe and his wife, but I yeah. would uh, if I if I heard they were going to come up there, I'd I'd say you know bring it on, bring your kid with you, and okay. I, I'd have to for that one day only, I'd have to say hey, you know what? It all goes out the window for this one day only. This is whatever yeah, we were actually, arguing about before. Uh, I'm embarrassed put it on the back burner. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit. I thought Knoxville was roughly where Nashville is, but Knoxville is actually closer to the east, which is better for attendees. A little farther for uh, about know, 180 miles from Nashville, Missouri. Two, but it's, not all, it's still. Let's see if we can find a, a map here. Or we can put on the web Three. here on the on the on the free talk live thread tonight. See, it's about 10 hours probably from where I am. I would. Hey, say. Would, would it be? Uh, 
maybe in the, in the this just in section or the general discussion would it be worthy of well, let's just put it right there in right right for now until we get a thread let's just, just put it right there in the free talk live the, thread because yeah. we've already discussed that uh, I mean we're already there's already been discussions of that in that thread yeah yeah um, it would be it would make sense to start a, a, a thread we should name it it should be named though. okay let, let's let's then name let's then start a new thread then you're you're right Yankee Jim let's start it in general discussion yeah I think all right. Well, maybe someone will beat me to it, and a poll with a vote, a simple vote. Should should we do a demonstration, or or, and if so, would you attend, or or no? It's a waste of time. Or yeah, set it up. See what Jim. people say. Yeah. All right. Well, if no if no one else does, uh, I will. I, you got to remember, okay. I've, I've got no life. Right. Hey man, this is my life. Don't say that. No, nah, I'm I'm just a wise. You're. Guy. I mean, you're. Uh, this is my life. You're a re- well. This this is what I live for too. Yeah, yeah. This is this is completely accessible by all major freeways. Go through Knoxville. Yeah. From, from the east, if you can get there from 81 coming down, 81's a good uh, good road. Well, that's how I'd go. 26. Straight, it turns right into 40, right straight into Knoxville. You you get to drive up and down to beautiful Shenandoah. Yeah. Uh, 75 south. Okay, here. Knoxville. I've got the map. North, north and south. <laughs> Now, 40 from that west, 24. Yeah, easily accessible, essentially. There's a whole network of freeways. Yeah, I'd love to. This, would be, this could really turn into, this could, this could turn into, like you said, th- this could be the awakening moment for, for white people in America. Once they're made aware of this, everything could work out. I mean, you've, we've got the white patriot leader. Yeah, which, yeah. You know, the next one could... Uh, Devote a, a section, you know, if there were, if there was anything concrete, or if you, if you like to participate, follow this thread on VNN. You know, it's all coming together nicely here. It's all coming together nicely. Hal Turner still does his radio show. I'm sure mm-hmm. he would promote it, and he's got quite a few people that yeah. follow his website and his radio show. Of course, he does. and to be yeah. honest, I, I think he'd make a good speaker. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh and I'd like to think he'd be welcome to speak. One of our well. goals is to see the the open model dominate white nationalism, which is open to criticism. In order, and the reason for that is because open criticism allows problems to be discussed and solved, so they don't fester and erupt in in, in bust and in other unseemly activity. So yeah. I want I want to see that model dominate. So yeah, I would say. Yeah, I'd like to see this. doing this. Let's do it. Let's have yeah. a bunch of good speakers and let's have it open to basically this is not about us. It's about Shannon Christian and 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 her her and her boyfriend symbolizing our race. The, the somebody, I just want to I just want to mention here about this map. I'm sorry, uh, about this map of Tennessee here. You've got this is all the states that border Tennessee: Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, pretty much South Carolina, almost North Carolina. Virginia, Kentucky, and Missouri, and Arkansas. Let's do mm-hmm. it. Then you Let's got, like it. within the frame, you've got Ohio and West Virginia. Uh, there, ought to be an, there ought to be a pretty good bo- uh, population that can get there. Yeah, basically... It's I mean, a, I'm in Missouri. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a middle-range drive for... Pretty much all the East Coast, and for people out to the, it, it gets the eastern half of the of the, gets everything from the uh, Great Plains east, which is as good as you can do basically, because everyone can make it there in about ten twelve hours. 
to that to that location, which is not true of like Topeka. Exactly, and so there's it's, plenty it's, of time to plan it. There may be a hole if if uh, if if you guys decide that, uh, and I kind of like that idea, you know, doing it. Uh, although it's kind of cold, but it's in January. Uh, then again, you got to think, you know, strike while the iron's hot. But in this case, I don't think the iron's ever going to cool down on this one. You know, I'm, I'm on the think, yeah, I'm on the iron hot, uh, but. Uh, yeah. That girl's going to live longer uh, dead than she, she did alive. That's for sure. And we we can do that. We can we can at least see to it that she lives longer. Uh, well, I uh, there would be great value in doing it on like and yeah, it would be better in a couple months. But there's a great value in doing it directly. That's what I mean by mirroring directly going up against Martin Luther King Day. And, you know, what do they have? They have some crappy speeches and whatever. Well, here's the real thing to talk about. Yeah, this is what diversity uh, brings. Yeah. Dead white girls. This is his legacy. With Drano in their throat. Civil rights equals dead whites. In five five garbage bags. There's your diversity. I got your fucking diversity right here. (laughs) Right fucking here. Yep. In my best, best, best Richard Jenny uh, imitation. Right <laughs> fucking here. Your diversity. I got it here. It's swinging. <laughs> Fuck your diversity. Wow, this Tennessee is a... It's an amazing state, the way it's uh, shaped. Uh, About 400 miles across, from yeah. close to 500 end to end. Uh... But but Knoxville is towards the the eastern end. Couldn't get too much, you know, more centrally located on the east coast. I mean, that's pretty. That's about it. Where's all the gold? Well, I mean, we Fort- can knock off Fort Knox, right? Oh, that's in Kentucky. We- oh, that's, okay. That's where I spent not- my basic training. Okay. <laughs> Many I was thinking years we could ago. we could we could get we get the the, the fellows in the Humvees and. Uh, <laughs> Go knock off. Hey, like I said, like I said, <laughs> one of them, at least one of those cops in, at the Kingston rally gave me the thumbs up. You know they talk about this shit. You got to think, what were all those cops talking about in the three weeks that led up to this thing? What the fuck were they were talking? What were they talking about when they were in closed rooms? You know, was it bothering them that Robbie Hedrick almost got killed and that his fucking eyeball was hanging out of his head? Was that like really bothering these guys who deal with these savages all day long? You got to know that it is. You got to know that all the white cops down in uh, just try to imagine being a white cop down in Knoxville that had their hands in this case, finding a girl, a white girl in five fucking garbage bags. Just try to imagine what that cop was talking about with his buddies that night. Yeah. Try to imagine what that same cop's talking about right now. Try to imagine what that cop could be talking about tomorrow when he accidentally stumbled across one of those YouTube uh, videos that linked back to this radio show and who could be listening right now and who could be telling his buddies, hey guys, guess what? There's going to be a rally for these girls up here. These guys are going to put on a rally and a demonstration. They fucking had it up to here. I heard this one guy with a big mouth up in the Jew-infested Catskills, and he said, I got your fucking diversity right here. Right fucking here is your diversity. 
it's the the possibilities are endless. And when word starts spreading about this, it's going to spread like a fucking bonfire or, or, mm-hmm. or a forest fire. It really will. Yeah. And then you'll see the media trying to cover it up, and they can't do it anymore. A couple more local blogs in the area. All right, let's start flyers. the thread and then see what people have to say about it. Yeah. Look, let, let's... Uh, let's I'm uh, thinking about his speech and, yeah. and what I would say. Okay. Well, look... I think I, he, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Yang. No, I was just going to say, I think you could say anything. Oh, I've already basically said what I would say, but I would put it in different form, a little bit different. But, but, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot, and obviously tonight we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to it's answer gotta be all done, of it. Though. It's got to be done. But, you know, no there's one, a, no one is going to do it. Yeah, this kind of thing will keep on happening. We need constant pressure. That's why we need people in groups so we can get. <clears throat> we don't have to talk about doing one once in a while, but frequently all the time there will be some and and the end result will be that there will be a lot of white people who who from the area down there who will be motivated to uh they'll they'll learn from this a lot of them know mm-hmm. already anyway it's like the 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 brilliant analogy someone uh, came up with the other night they just keep rolling and turning over and hitting the snooze button but eventually they've got to wake up. They've yep. got to get up. And if this didn't wake them up, you'd kind of like to think that this would have woke some, some of these people up. Oh, I can tell you from looking at the blogs, there is a lot of response to it. And as many women are even like, man, I live, I live right around there. I, I could have driven by. That could have been me. They I'm know that. totally scared. I don't know, you know. Yeah. They do know that. But they, you know what? It's convenient to roll over and hit that snooze button. Yeah. Try to get another ten minutes. Okay, well, let's have some closing comments here, Dad. Let's 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 end it on this on this note here, on this on this idea of this rally, possible rally. So, uh, if any other any any more comments on this, I'll, I'll say good night uh, okay. and and uh, I'll, I'll just sleep soundly tonight, <laughs> knowing that there's going to be a rally. It's just a matter of you know putting it all together. I'm sure there'll be a few people who, who uh, the FBI agents, uh, they jokingly refer to me as uh, Hal Turner's man on the ground in Kingston. <laughs> uh, so hopefully we got quite a few men on the ground or women on the ground. In, we need uh, more to come in. In and Knoxville. Get more come in. Who can, can uh, assist and, you know, volunteer to just, you know, there's legwork that's got to be done. Yeah, there, for, there's got to be a lot of logistical I mean, things. Stupid little things. I mean, yeah. I had to go, uh, here's one example of what I had to do. I had to find a map of, you know, for Hal Turner to put the logistics together on his end. You know, somebody, ha- I had to go get a physical map. And I couldn't find a map anywhere, a nice, clear map of Kingston. And somebody said, hey, why don't you uh, go to City Hall and get the map? So... Hey, that's what I did. I had to go into the office uh, right with the mayor and, you know, they, all the nice white ladies. Kingston City Hall, by the way, is one of the most racist places. I didn't see a black face in the city hall. Uh, but I walked in and there were these old ladies and they were just, you know, more than happy to help me and, you know, mm-hmm. doing whatever they do in city hall. It's a pretty dull, boring job, it looks like. You're in this cool, old, historical building. And then nice you get this building. wise mm-hmm. guy comes in and says he needs a map for the rally. 
And they all, of course, they all knew about the rally at that, you know. So it, it's you got to make it fun, like Metzger said. Make it fun. Because if you don't make it fun, if you don't try to laugh, you know, what are you going to do, cry? And you could easily cry when you read about a white girl getting gang raped for two days and uh, chopped up and put into five garbage bags. Mm -hmm. Here's your fucking diversity right fucking here. And with that, I'll say goodnight. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my right. pleasure. Thanks, Yankee Jim. Made the show, Let's Yankee Jim. Let's do it. All right. Well, we had some fun tonight, Alex, and maybe something will come of it. I hope so. Yeah, and I think it's important. That, uh, I'm in favor of doing a rally. I want to hear what people say. It needs not to be a one-off. It needs to be start of a campaign to make Martin Luther King Day, Shannon Christian Day, and it also needs to be the, the, the start of the, the, the kicking off of, a, of something that could actually be announced at the rally as we're kicking off of the Aryan Defense League. And if, if, if you want to go that way and you want to go into genocide and perpetual nigritude in, in a third world America, you go on. They're showing you the way, but we're going the other way. And we're not taking no for an answer, and we're not going to be coerced into this schmool's army or this schmool's dystopia. So, And we got Jimbo from uh, from uh, Australia hanging in there. He says, uh, uh, you know, uh, he's, he's saying go for it, guys. So we know he'd be here if he was uh, anywhere close. So, mm -hmm. all right. Well, Alex, I'm going to go ahead and uh, end the broadcast for tonight, and um, we'll have the thread. Hopefully, uh, either I or Yankee Jim will get it set up here tonight, and we'll get people's uh, input on this and see how much their excitement there is on the forum for this, and um, uh, we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, uh, how about some blues without niggers tonight, huh? All right. Good night, uh, people. All right. Here we go. Blues without niggers. Only on VNN Broadcasting. Right. Free Talk Live is a production of Vanguard News Network Broadcasting.